All right. So, um, welcome to this is day two. Day two is supposed to be the last day of the of the meeting. And without, I'll just go straight to the point. Yesterday we we talked about we we looked at a very small book in the in the Bible that was Philemon. Book of Philemon, verse six, chapter one. And and he said that the communication of thy faith may become effectual. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Praise God. You know, what the scripture is saying, like I explained yesterday, he says, that the participation, that the, the fellowship, you know, we translated the Greek, the communication there is talking about fellowship you know the sharing you know the, the coming together the the partis- the participation the partnership your partnership in the gospel your participation in divinity may become effectual may become operative may become active so god wants your partnership in the gospel to become active that you can't tell us from him he wants you to to make it work you know he wants your participation in the gospel to become functional that is what it means to become functional he wants you to produce results he wants you to produce results hallelujah Amen. And he said, he told us how we can make it done. He said, by the epignosis. By the acknowledging of every good thing. The acknowledging. And and we translated it to the Greek. It says the epignosis. And I told us what epignosis is. It's talking about the full knowledge. Being brought into a special knowledge. That is unknown to the generality. You know, it's not it's not for everybody. It's for those that are that are initiated by the Holy Ghost. It's a special kind of knowledge. By the acknowledging, by the epignosis of every good thing, by knowing every good thing, by knowing each and every one of them, which is in you in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. So there are good things that are in you, in Christ Jesus. You know, the book of Romans, verse 28, chapter 8, Romans 8, verse 28. It says, I'm going to read, it says, And we know that all things work together for our good. You see, the no there is talking about the same no. 
that we talked about yesterday that translated Edo. You know, we, we read something in 1 Corinthians 2 verse, verse 12 yesterday and we said, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. And I said, the Holy Spirit came into your life to make you aware. So this know here is Edo. It means to be aware. It's still the same word that is being used here. Say Romans 8.28 is still the same word. It says, and we know that all things work together for good. It's the same Edo. And we are aware that all things work together for good. And I, and I went forward to say yesterday that being aware is not enough. You see, God don't just want you to be aware, but he wants you to know each and every one of these things. You know, he wants you to have the full knowledge, the full understanding of these things. Don't just be aware, but learn each of them. You learn each of them, getting to know what they really are and learning how to use them. You know, you're, you're getting to know what they really are and you're learning how to use them. Praise God. Oh, I thank God today. Today is so special. And you're going to get something so powerful. So powerful. So powerful. I love the word of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, John G. Lake. <laughs> You know, uh, minister of the gospel several years ago. John G. Lake had what they call healing technicians. Healing technicians. People that understood the principle. Because there are principles. There are, there are, you know, there are spiritual laws. There are spiritual principles to life. But those who are on, that, that are not spiritually educated cannot know them unless they have the Holy Ghost. There's what they call the spiritual spiritual being being spiritually educated being spiritually educated you know having this kind of special knowledge is different you know you can you can you can be in school and have a's in school but in life you have d you fail in life you have f because, because there's a spiritual knowledge. There's a spiritual understanding. There's a, you have to be spiritually educated in life. It's different from the natural educations. Praise God. Now, I want us to, to go to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 26. So interesting. First, first Corinthians one verse twenty six. I read from the King James. It says, "For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called." You see, God does not look at your qualification to call you. Oh, glory to. God. God. He doesn't look at those things. He doesn't look at those things. He said, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. 
And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confirm the things that are mighty. Praise God. He has chosen the foolish things of the world to confirm the wise. You see, there's a way God operates. There's a way God operates. Verse 28, he said, And base things of the world, and things which are despised, are it chosen, yea, the things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, praise God. He chose two things which are not, to bring to naught things that are. Wow. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 29, he said, That no flesh should glory in his name, in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ. Now, wait first. This is where we are actually going to. And this verse 30, but I'm going to wait. But let, let us keep. Let us, let's go to 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6. It says, Albeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the word of our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. You see, for had they known, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. Have they known what? He's talking about the revelation. You know, yesterday we talked about Ginosko. The knowledge that comes through revelation. The knowledge that comes through revelation. I, I, I spoke about jesus of peter peter saying who jesus was when jesus said who do you say that i have and he says you are christ the son of the living god and jesus said flesh and blood did not reveal this to you but it's my father which is in heaven this is what they call genosco you don't read to study it you just know about it he said i didn't know they would have crucified the lord of glory they didn't have genosco that's why they were able to crucify jesus Praise God. Okay, now let's go back to 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God? He said, but of God are you in Christ Jesus? Who of God is made unto you wisdom? Is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Praise God. Now, we, you know, we're talking about the good things which are in us in Christ Jesus. He said that the communication of the faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now, what are the good things? What are the good things? Oh, dear God. What are the good things that are in you in Christ Jesus? Number one is wisdom. Because 1 Corinthians 1.30 said, But of you are in Christ Jesus. But of God are you in Christ Jesus. Which all of God is made unto us wisdom. Did you see it? Number one is wisdom. Christ is made unto me wisdom. Christ is my wisdom. Glory to God. Christ has been made unto us wisdom. Righteousness, number two. Number three, sanctification. And number four, redemption. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wisdom, righteousness. Christ has been made unto me righteous. Christ has been made unto me righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. You know, this is striking striking 
Remember Colossians 1.27 says, To whom God, who made known the riches of his glory, of this mystery, among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. Paul said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Do you understand? Have you ever, have you ever thought about, about it? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. The hope of glory. And the Bible here is telling us that Christ has been made unto us wisdom. He has made unto us righteousness. He has made unto us sanctification. And he has made unto us redemption. Glory to God. Christ has made unto us wisdom. Glory to God. You know, the wisdom, first of all, you know, the righteousness here is refers to the nature of God. Okay, righteousness is the nature of God. It's the nature of God. Sanctification is talking about Christ. It's not, it's not talking about we being sanctified he's not just talking about that he's talking about christ the sanctifier dwelling inside of us hallelujah praise god and we're going to share these things we're going to talk about these things okay now um christ in you has made christ in you is made wisdom praise god i love the bible so much you see, the amount of liberty you enjoy in life is based on the quality of your knowledge. The quality of your knowledge. The quality of the, the information that you have gathered. Not just information. There are several information everywhere, but the quality. Is this information necessary for life? Is it, is it necessary this knowledge is necessary for life. And praise God, that's what we're looking at right now. We're looking at the number one knowledge, the top knowledge. The top knowledge. The top knowledge. What you need for your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, so I said, the amount of, of, of liberty you enjoy in life is based on the quality of your knowledge. You know, wisdom, here yeah, we're talking about wisdom. You say Christ has made unto us wisdom. What wisdom? What wisdom are we talking about? The wisdom we're talking about, the wisdom is the ability to see what others don't see. To hear what others don't hear. It is not a mental thing. When we talk about wisdom, yeah, we're not talking of something that is mental. We're talking of um, a force, a power. This this wisdom is a, as a force. Wisdom makes you do things you didn't plan to do. When wisdom takes over your mind, you reason differently. This is not this is not a natural wisdom. Praise God. You know, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 6, Paul said something. He said, I'll be here to speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world. You see, there's the wisdom of this world. He said, not the wisdom of this world, nor, the, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. He said, but we speak wisdom of God. So this wisdom we're talking about is the wisdom of God. One of those things that Christ has been made unto you is wisdom. Praise God. So we speak wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Okay, so yeah, we 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 are still there. So I said, wisdom makes you do things you didn't plan to do. When wisdom takes over your mind, you you think differently. You just do things. It's a force. It controls you. You know, one of those people that they were that knew what wisdom was all about was Solomon in the Bible. Look at Jesus. Wait, look at Jesus. Jesus spat on the ground and rubbed it on a blind man's eyes. And the eye was opened. How did they know that he's supposed to spit on the ground? Praise God. That is wisdom. That is wisdom. Peter, Peter in the beautiful gates didn't plan to see the man at the temple. You see, the man he healed at the temple, he didn't plan it. So wisdom is a force. The power behind miracles is wisdom. The wisdom of God. The Bible says God created the world by his wisdom. Praise God. Praise God. You see, wisdom, when you have wisdom inside of you, oh dear God, we're going to see all these things in the scripture, in the word of God, and you, you're going to be, you're going to be so um, amazed and you'll be so blessed tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, um, I want us to look at this now. Proverbs. Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3 verse 13. Proverbs 3 verse 13. I'm going to read from the King James. It says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom. Whoa. It said, Happy is the man. You see, Someone who is not happy, when he finds wisdom, joy, peace, gladness comes to him. He said, happy is the man because he's happy because every problem is solved. Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that dated understanding. Oh man, happy is the man that finds the wisdom and the man that gets an understanding. Praise God. Verse 14, he said, For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. Do you know what this means? It's telling you that the business of wisdom is better. Oh, glory to God, than gold, than silver. He said, There's more profits. Do you understand? Verse 15, it says, she is more precious than rubies and all the things that all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared to her he said all the things that you desire cannot be compared to wisdom verse 16 the length of these are in her right hand if you want to live long you need wisdom I'm, I'm i'm sharing this thing with you because we're getting to the you know this this time god wants you to 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 grasp this thing to get this thing inside of you to be mature to understand these good things that are in you in Christ next year is going to be so beautiful for you because because the quality of knowledge that have come to you praise God is putting you over in life you don't think like the natural man you don't think like the natural man so I'm reading 
verse 17 he said our ways okay yeah he said length of these verses and length of days are in our right hand and our left hand riches and honor do you understand riches and honor you want to be rich it's telling you that you need wisdom oh wisdom can make you rich it can make you be honored he said, riches and honor are in our left hand. Verse 17, he said, our ways are ways of pleasantness and all the paths of our peace. Okay, now, verse 18, he said, she is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. And happy is everyone that retaineth her. He said, retain wisdom. Glory to God. Verse 19, he said, the Lord by his wisdom had founded the earth. By understanding, had he established the heavens. So I told you, I said, dog. God, Jesus, God created the earth by his wisdom. Praise God. God created his head by his wisdom. Glory to God. You know, you know, Solomon was the son of, Dave, of David. And, and David taught Solomon this thing, some things. You understand? I want us to, to follow, follow me up right now. And let's go to Proverbs 4 verse 3. You know, when you see great people, and the things that they acquire and the things that they do in life i'm talking about great men of god these are not natural things these are these are not things that you just wake up and do these are things that have been done by the by the wisdom of god by the wisdom of god you know these are the things that have been done by the wisdom of God. Proverbs 4 verse 3. He said, for I was my father's son. This is Solomon talking. He said, for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. What does it mean by I was my father's son? You see, the, the he's talking about the adopted son. I want to show you, I want to tell you the doctrine of the adopted son of the Bible. When you hear something like, when you hear adopted in the Bible, it's talking about the son that was unpicked and trained from other sons, okay? It was trained and picked from other children and trained. That's what it means by I am, I was my father's son. This is Solomon talking. Verse 4, he said, he taught me also. That's my father taught me. That's David, okay? Taught me also and said unto me, let thine hearts retain my words keep my commandments and leave verse 5 he says get wisdom get understanding forget it not neither decline from the words of my mouth he said get wisdom get wisdom Solomon was so wise we all knew that when God appeared to Solomon you know and, and God asked him, what do you want me to do? And Solomon said, wisdom. You understand? He said, wisdom. These were things that his father taught him. His father said, get wisdom. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. You see, wisdom will keep you. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. You know all the all the sufferings all the, the suffering that people are suffering are not necessary someone said i've been saving to buy a house i've been saving to buy a car but i don't know what happened to the money the, the, the house is not the first thing wisdom is the first thing 
Wisdom is the first thing. I've been going to hospital, treating the sickness, but nothing is happening. You don't understand. Wisdom is what you need. Wisdom. Praise God. Wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. This was what David quoted Solomon. He said, get these things. Okay, verse 7. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. You want promotion? You need wisdom. You want promotion? You need wisdom. It doesn't matter what kind of promotion. Wisdom shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. When thou doest embrace her, praise God. You see, wisdom, as I said earlier, wisdom is a force. And the Bible says, Christ has been made unto us wisdom. He has been made. Christ is, has become wisdom inside you. It's something that you should know. You should learn about. He said, by the, by the acknowledging, by the epignosis, by learning each and every good thing that, that is in you in Christ Jesus. The first verse that I read, he said that the communication of their faith may become operative, may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. He wants the participation of your faith to be operative, to be active. Going to church is not enough. He wants you to be working. Just say, okay, I'm born again. I believe in Jesus Christ. And that's, a, that's okay. That's enough for me. No. He wants the fellowship of your faith, the communion, the participation of your faith to become active, to become operative, to become effective. How? By the acknowledging, by knowing each and every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. And one of them is wisdom. When you have this thing in you and you know it, you've learned about it, glory to God, it's operative in you. He said the communication of your faith will be active. That's God's will and purpose for your life. That's his plan for you. Having this wisdom in you, knowing that Christ has become wisdom in you. Oh, praise God. There's nothing I cannot do now. You're wise. No more wrong decision. No more foolish decision. No more, no more, no more foolish thinking. Hallelujah. Proverbs 8, verse 11. I'm going to read. It says, For wisdom is better than rubies. Praise God. He said, for wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Oh, glory to God. All the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. No, the wisdom of God says give and you're arguing. The wisdom of God says you should do something, you're arguing. 
He says, yeah, he's telling you, he said the wisdom is, wisdom for wisdom is better than rubies. You know, the poverty in the world today is, is, is because of the lack of wisdom. You know, the, the, the economic situation in the world today is, is because of wrong, you know, these things are not, they are not real. They're not, they're not real. Now, verse 12, he says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Verse 13, he said, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way, and the fraud mounts to it. Okay, verse 14 says, Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. He said, I am understanding and I have strength. Glory to God. How can you have wisdom in you? And you say, I'm weak. Not possible. Yes, he, he said, I have strength. This is not saying I, you know, you know, it's not saying that, you know, when someone says I have, it's not saying like I have strength in me. This is not what he's saying. He's saying, I have. That means he, he, he is the owner of strength. That's what it means. I I have it. You know, I have it. You know, uh, verse 15 says, By me kings reign and princes decree justice. You know, if you want to go far in life, one of those things is to get wisdom. I'm not talking of the natural wisdom, you know. Get in this wisdom of God. Get in this wisdom of Align it, fill your mind. Let it be working in you. Let it be working inside of you. Let it be, let it be active in you. Let it be working. You know, sometimes you don't you don't have to think about what you want to say. You know, Jesus is so wise. Jesus is wisdom. But when he was on earth, yeah. They said, no man ever spoke like this man. No man ever spoke like this. You know, and 5,000 people are hungry. Jesus took a little boy's lunch. The little bread and fish gave thanks. It multiplied and it fed them. Do you what do you think this, this is? This is wisdom. They don't teach this in school. This is wisdom. And I'm operating in wisdom. You know, I don't operate in, in natural mind. That's what the Bible says. Renew your mind. It said, renew it. What is inside your mind? Get it out. Exchange it with the word of God. Because the word of God is wisdom. What comes to your mind when you see a sick person? What comes to your mind first? What comes to your mind when you see a sick person? Are you are you going to 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 
to heal the person or are you are you trying to advise the person to take drugs and all of all that it's not wrong but you see when the wisdom of god fills your mind all what you'll be thinking about are spiritual things like like this is this this will be you this will be you this will be your life because you have been brainwashed by the word of god this is you praise god praise god hallelujah you know um i was reading yes verse 17 proverbs 8 17 say i love them that love me and those that seek me shall find me early you see seek wisdom seek wisdom <laughs> glory to god seek wisdom he said if you seek wisdom you'll find it and if you seek me early he wants you to seek him early seek him early seek wisdom early praise god verse 18 he said riches and honor are with me yeah durable riches and righteousness look at this wisdom is saying riches are and honor are with me look he's not saying i have riches and honor he said these things are with me i am the owner okay don't look for it anywhere stop looking for riches anywhere these things are with me someone say you you cannot be righteous and be rich who told you look at what he's saying here he said riches and and righteousness durable riches and righteousness durable durable that's last longing do you understand quality you know riches and righteousness you know some people say um you know i don't like in church that they they talk about riches a lot you know how can you focus on god when you're thinking about riches when, when you're you're having you're, when see i don't believe in riches you know we don't say you should believe in money believe the word believe the word believe in wisdom look nobody's saying believe in money look at this thing believe the word because the word is talking about this thing he said riches and honor are with me yeah durable riches and righteousness durable riches and righteousness verse 19 said my fruit is better than gold did you see my fruit is better than gold yeah than fine gold and my revenue than choice silver oh dear lord jesus jesus they came to him and said you should pay tax and jesus said you know what you know um okay um go to the water the fish you catch look at the mouth of the fish get money and give it to them you understand look at wisdom jesus didn't think about that he didn't think about it he didn't say okay today as i'm going out um some people will come and get money and i'm gonna do this no he didn't think about this thing praise god praise god hallelujah oh i love the word of god verse 20 he said i lead on the way of righteousness i lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the past of judgments say i lead in the way of righteousness wisdom leads you in the way of righteousness and the bible says, christ has been made unto us wisdom christ has become my wisdom wow why should i think foolishly anymore why should i do things that are foolish christ is in me and in me is wisdom glory to god is wisdom in me 
Oh dear Lord Jesus, I'm wise in the affairs of life. People hear me talk and they say, what manner of man is this? I've never heard anybody speak like this. This person is wise. Look, people come to you to, to get something that they could not find anywhere. They can't find it anywhere. The Bible says people from all over the world came to Jesus for healing. You know, Jesus was born in a, in, in a quiet family. Nobody knew them. They were not that rich, okay? But the Bible said because of, you know, the wisdom of Jesus could not hide him. Hey, he could not hide him. People came from far and wide, came to seek, to see Jesus because he had something they could not find elsewhere. And the Bible said, Christ has been made unto you wisdom. So you have that wisdom in you right now. Living inside of you. What are you going to do? That a communication of their faith may become effectual, may become active, may become operative, may, may become functional by the acknowledging, by the epignosis, by knowing each and every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. And one of them is wisdom. Glory to God. Woo! I have wisdom now because Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you. Okay, now let's go. Verse 21. It said, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. I want to read from another translation, Proverbs 8.21. So that you should understand. Proverbs 8.21. Okay, now, from the NLT, I'm going to read. NLT, I want each and every one of you to look at this. NLT, Proverbs 8, 21. Proverbs 8, 21, NLT. You, you, can, um, you can read NIV too, but let's look at NLT verse. It says, those who love me inherit wealth. You know, the reason why I want you to look at it, I don't want it to be, look like if I just I just formed that out of my head. It said, those who love me, this is wisdom speaking. Oh, I love wisdom. Why would I love wisdom? You know, it said, those who love me inherit wealth, for I feel that treasuries. Glory to God. Wow. I want you to say to yourself, I love wisdom. I love wisdom, you know, and 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 thank God I have wisdom. Thank God. I mean, I inherit wealth. You know, when 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 it seems like your business is not going fine, calm down, seek wisdom, seek wisdom. Don't 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 run, don't run up and don't run to the east, to the west, north and south. 
and start saying, um, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? No, calm down. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Glory to God is wisdom you need. You don't need anything. Wisdom is all you need. Wisdom is all you need. Praise God. Ah, uh, now let's 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 look at look at First Corinthians two, verse four. First Corinthians two, verse four. First Corinthians two, verse four, and um, the King James. Yeah, I'm going to read now. It says, "And my speech, and my preaching, was not." This is Paul, Apostle Paul, saying. He said, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Oh, glory. Glory to God. Was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. But in demonstration of the power. The demonstration of the spirit and of power. You see, you see here, he said, he said, that this, we know, this is not man's wisdom. There's a man wisdom. And God is no, he doesn't want you to, you know, this is not the wisdom we are talking about. Verse 5, it says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Did you see that? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Wisdom of men, you know, sometimes we go to hospital and these doctors are wearing big glasses their eyes are almost blind their eyes are you know their eyes are not good and they are treating you and that same doctor will come and tell you okay you know um sickness you have it doesn't have a cure why would it have a cure to him it doesn't because his eyes also does not have a cure do you understand is 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 a man is a man he's not god you don't live your life according to men's wisdom. Apostle Paul here is saying that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. There are people that their faith stands in the wisdom of men. You know, their faith stands in the wisdom of men. They trust the wisdom of men than God's. And many, some of them are Christians. Christians. Oh, glory to God. Verse 6, he said, I'll be it. We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. We speak wisdom. Makarabashiki. You know, yet not the wisdom of this world, not the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak with wisdom of God. You know, we're speaking the wisdom of God right now because now as I'm communicating with you, I'm communicating wisdom and you're getting it. You know, the spirit of God is, is giving you this wisdom according to how you want to receive it. It's, it's bringing this into your knowledge, your understanding. You understand? Giving you the quality of knowledge. Passing on this wisdom to you. I'm sharing wisdom with you. 
you know next time when someone is sick near you what should come to your mind is oh glory to god you lay your hands there look at peter you know when you when you read about the apostles and jesus you saw how the thoughts in every matter jesus took everything spiritually there was nobody that came to jesus and jesus said you know this your case is i think you need to go to the hospital because i know this thing no everything jesus casted out the devil from this one jesus casted out that you know you know jesus what he treated every case spiritually that's to tell you that the, the, the wisdom of god is ultimate That's to tell you about the wisdom of God. That the wisdom of God is ultimate. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, my Karabashan. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your wisdom. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God, for your wisdom. You know, and, and this wisdom is in you. Is in you. The Bible says, acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. And one of them is wisdom. There's righteousness. You know, it says, it says wisdom, righteousness. Praise God. Sanctification and redemption. Sanctification and redemption. And now we, we, have, we have been talking about wisdom. You know, because of time, I would, I would like us to um, get to talk about the rest of them. Okay? We'll have another section for that. Because this is a very long um, series. We'll have another section for that. But here, number one is wisdom. And we have to, we've been talking about it. And the wisdom of God is in you acknowledging this thing not just knowing it not just becoming aware not just becoming aware that okay um the wisdom of god is in me christ has been made unto me wisdom but knowing about it learning it learning how to use these things the wisdom of god is in you and the wisdom of god is all you need praise god in every situation in life the wisdom of god carries you because it's a force you start seeing things, seeing that you can do all things. Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. Glory to God. Through Christ. And he said, Christ in you. Look, have you ever thought about this thing? Christ in you. The hope of glory. Have you ever thought about it? What does Christ in you mean? What does this mean? Christ in you. What does it mean? Praise God. Christ in you, your hope of a greater life. That's what it means. You know, you know, one of the reasons why the Spirit of God gave me this name, greater life, is because I found out that there's a greater life. Being a human being is not enough. You know, when your mother and your father gave birth to you, you were human. But when you give your heart to Christ, you cease to be human. You're not human because the Bible says the life, the human life was supplanted and the God life came into you. So you are not just, you're not human. Though you go to the toilet, you eat, you do things that human do, it doesn't make you human. Jesus was on earth. Jesus did all those kind of things. Jesus slept. The Bible said Jesus wept. He cried like a human. But you see, that didn't make him human. 
if Jesus didn't want to die, he wouldn't have died. So Jesus, that didn't make him human. If Jesus didn't want to die, he wouldn't have died. Okay? All the things Jesus did, humans could not do them. The human being there, they were surprised and they were shocked. They said, what kind of man is this that commands the wave and they obey him? What kind of, what kind of, this is not a human being. It's a greater life. Say, Christ in you. The hope of glory. And the Bible says, Christ has made unto us wisdom. Glory to God. Can you just speak in other tongues and thank God for the word of God that you just, that just came to you now.